Hello, hello. This is your girl, Kelsey, on the ones and twos, and welcome to Sip Something Good Podcast. Um, You know, I have not been on this podcast in quite a long time, since 2020, and I only made one episode back then, and episode I made back then talked about, you know, uplifting one another, especially being a black woman and the way kids are being raised and whatnot, but today... Today is going to be something different because I'm going to just keep it simple. Is it okay if I just talk to y'all about my life? How about that? But more specifically, I want to talk to y'all about healing. Man, healing. (laughs) Healing is such a tricky, tricky, tricky thing. But before I go into details about my personal healing journey, let me give y'all a definition of the word healing. The definition of healing is the process of making or becoming sound or healthy again. I'm going to say that one more time. Healing definition is the process of making or becoming sound or healthy again. I cannot tell you guys how many times I have gone through this personal journey of healing. How many times I've backtracked, how many times I made mistakes, how many times I said I wasn't going to do it anymore and I kept doing it so I kept getting the same outcome. Healing is not an easy thing. I would say, first and foremost, for me personally, it was not an easy thing to do because when you're used to something, you become comfortable with it. And because you're comfortable with it, you tell yourself, you know, Kelsey, you really don't need this change because you're good. Like, you already know how to handle the situation you're in because you've been it before. You know what to do. You know how to get out of it. What do you need to change for? You're already familiar with what's going on in your life. Um, <laughs> yeah, it's, 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 a, it's a touchy topic for me because I find myself or found myself going through the same situations over and over again. And I had to sit back one day and I had to ask myself, Kelsey, you know, what, why, why are you so comfortable repeating yourself? Yeah. So I'm going to say that one more time (laughs) for me to get that realization or that epiphany to start doing things differently. I had to sit back and I had to ask myself, Kelsey, why are you so comfortable doing the same things over and over and over again? I want to talk to you guys about the different areas I'm currently going through this journey of healing in. And, you know, I don't mind sharing these things with you guys because I'm very transparent. 
um, or I'm trying to be more transparent, I'll say, and I'm not perfect. So maybe some of y'all, maybe one of y'all, maybe none of y'all, you know, are going through the same things that I'm going through and we're human beings and being a human being means you're not perfect. So you're going to go through different journeys and that's just part of life. But anywho, um, <laughs> the three areas I'm healing in currently is emotionally, physically, and spiritually. I want to start off with the first one, emotionally. Um, you know, <laughs> my dating life, it's, it's, it's kind of unpredictable. I feel like one day I wake up. I want to be in a relationship. I want to, you know, have a lifelong partner and just have a good life and happy life or whatever, the American dream, I guess. And then other days, I wake up and I'd be like, you know, fuck relationships. For what? Why do I need to be in one for? Because clearly, I, I should be good by myself. Clearly, all I gotta do is call someone up because I want some company. You know, if I want to go on a date, hit someone up or have someone hit me up, what do I need a relationship for? And that stems from me having daddy issues or had daddy issues. All right. Praise God. Healing. Okay. Um, <laughs> yeah, I had daddy issues for the longest. My mom, my dad, they broke up while my mom was still pregnant with me. And my mom was a single mom for practically my whole life. From childhood to adulthood, you know, she had relationships here and there. But all in all, she raised me by herself with the help of family, of course. But, you know, majority is my mother. She, she did her thing as a single mom. She kept me in great schools. <clears throat> she kept me in safe environments. You know, I grew up in a diverse background. I ate different foods, learned different music, enjoyed different cultures. My mom did an excellent job, and she's still doing an excellent job at being a single mom. So, mom, shout out to you and all the single mothers in the world doing it out there for their kids without the help of their child's father. I mean, my dad was a, I guess back then was a womanizer, or not really a womanizer, but he was a little Rolling Stone. You know, he had relationships here and there, but he wasn't there. He was not there for me. And I think that's the healing process that I needed to fix first before I needed to heal anything else, was forgiving my father. So the, when I didn't forgive my father, it turned into trust issues with dating. It turned into some trust issues with friendship because why should I hold on to our relationship or friendship when you might not just be there the next day? So it took me to forgive my dad and the pain that he caused me and my mother to fully be more accepting and more inviting to have a healthy relationship. But you know, other issues with that or emotionally is I didn't see many happy homes. I felt like growing up, you know, you quiet, 
So you got to stay in the child's place. You can't ask too many questions. But I, I, I would sit there and I listen to people on the phone. I go out, I observe things. And I didn't see too many happy homes growing up. It was usually there's baffling going on, arguments going on. Oh, he cheated on me, but yada, yada going on. I, I, I never personally experienced a home where it was like, wow, like you, you true, you two are truly like, yeah, all right. And that was another cause of me needing to be emotionally and relationship wise healed. It was fear. It was fear that, you know, I, I, I couldn't be happy because something was bound to go wrong. Which leads to me having a fear of being hurt or wasting my time. I couldn't heal emotionally or I couldn't be in a good relationship because I always <laughs> doubted the future. I know I know it sounds like completely messed up, but this was my thought process before I realized where I needed to do some healing in. I had a hard time looking towards the future of things. And I'm still working on that now. You know, I'll admit towards certain aspects, but it's like, well, how long is this happiness really going to last for? You know, when when are we going to start the arguments? Or when are we going to start not really communicating or not really trusting each other or just not being on the same page anymore? When is it going to start so I can stop anticipating it and I can get it over with? Which is a whole nother it's a whole nother issue because now here I am speaking things into existence. Because let's be honest, your tongue is very powerful. Whether you believe in God or not, even spiritually, your tongue is very powerful. So you have to be careful in the things that you speak into your life. So because I kept speaking negativity towards relationships in my life, well, <laughs> look what happened. I kept getting negative shit and I kept getting negative outcomes. So that, that was on me truly because I kept speaking negatively because of my fear that I had growing up. So everything everything stems from something. And now that I, I'm speaking it out loud, it's life is just so crazy, y'all. And I'm trying not to get emotional about it, but life is just <laughs> so crazy. And then another issue why... I'm healing emotionally or why don't why I'm healing relationship wise it's because of the lifestyle that I'm in you know I'm in a certain type of community and I see a lot of stuff you know when I go out <laughs> and I just mind my business but then it's like do I want to bring someone into this lifestyle who's not really prepared or equipped to be associated to this type of lifestyle. You can, you can bring people to communities, to parties, to, commun- to um, other events and whatnot, but I am out a lot being in a social club. And it's nothing wrong with that. I mean, there's checks and balances to everything, but being part of a social club, I mean, you you social. You're out there. You're networking. You're, you're gaining friendships. You're making the, the, the tribe bigger. You're you're just expanding everything in a social club. 
or that's what it's supposed to be. Um, so yeah, do I, do I want to be in a, in a relationship with someone who's not equipped to handle someone who's in a social club? I don't know. I don't know. But I went back to speaking things back into existence. So, <laughs> so that's interesting. So yeah, emotionally, daddy issues. I'm not really seeing a happy home. Um, being hurt of wasting my time and the lifestyle that I'm currently in. Those were the things keeping me back from thinking positively on having a relationship. Next, I'm going to talk to you about physically. Physically, I am diabetic type 1. Been diabetic since I was a kid. And it was hard. It was hard being diabetic as a kid, being different from all the other kids in your age group, needing to watch what you eat, take your insulin, you know, gotta gotta have emergency backup so your blood sugar runs low while you outside playing. It sucked being diabetic as a kid. And it's my I'm in my thirties, y'all, and it still fucking sucks being diabetic. Let me just keep it 100. But I'm doing better now. Um, <laughs> I have the realization. Well, Kelsey, you going to keep complaining? Or are you going to try to make better choices, small steps at a time, to make sure you have a life to live? Because if you want to die due to your neglect of not taking care of yourself, then go ahead. Just go ahead and just kill yourself now. No point of killing yourself slowly. I mean, clearly you want to drink this soda eat these bag of chips, eat this slice of cake, and not take your insulin to cover yourself. You want to kill yourself? Just go ahead, Kelsey. Go ahead and kill yourself right now because that's what you're doing. Don't worry about your family members who love you and who's praying for you all the time. Don't worry about your close friends who want to make sure you good. Don't worry about your future and you having a great career and being successful in life and not having to worry about certain things because clearly your actions right now towards your diabetes, it, it, it's, it's conflicting with everything that you want in the future. So yeah, I had to, I had to change my thought process when it came to me physically healing. My life is worth it. I'm going to make better choices, um, especially with my diabetes, above all of my diabetes. And I just got to keep pushing, you know, I have to tell myself, Kelsey, it's not going to be an easy process. You're not going to just flip a switch and go cold turkey on everything in a day. No, but now I have better mind control and better discipline over my actions that I do towards my health. Because I do want to have a good life. I do want to live my life and, you know, see where my future holds. I want to see my destiny. I want to see where this road leads me. And I don't want it to end due to my neglect of my health because I was different, because I didn't want to feel different, because I felt alone, or because I felt like people really didn't truly understand me. I had to get out of that mindset mentally in order to heal myself physically. So good news, due to me having this mindset of empowering myself and believing in myself more and Realizing what's really important health-wise. My blood sugars, they are now more controlled. My A1C is going down 
slowly but surely. And we're just going to keep it at this pace, you know. <laughs> it's a marathon, baby. So I'm going to just take things one step at a time. And I'm going to keep it pushing. But I also need to help physically healing. It's because I drank socially. And I smoked cigars and hookahs. Well, I still smoke hookahs. I'm not going to lie. But I drink socially. And because I'm part of that social club, <laughs> I'm social all the time. So I used to drink all the time. I had a conversation with my mom. And she was like, you know, Kelsey, Kelsey, you, you drink a lot. Like, I see you out. You be having, like, two cups in your hand sometimes. And I have to tell her, well, you know, first of all, these drinks don't be that strong. So I had to get two of them. But when she said it, like, I had to sit back. When I came home, I, I sat back and I'm like, dang, like, what what is going on with this drinking? Don't, because you're not an alcoholic. You have control over your drinking. You just have less control when you're out in a social club. Because I don't drink like that, y'all, when I'm at home. Like, I got liquor on the fridge. I got liquor when people come to visit. You know, it is what it is. But when I'm home by myself, or with my, with my sister, I don't, we don't drink like that. So what is about the social club scene that made me become a heavy drinker? And y'all, when I say I used to be a, a fucking heavy drinker, I used to take shots after shots and then chase it with more liquor and then chase it with water and then chase it back with more liquor. It was, it was bad. Like it was bad to the point where my face was bloated. My whole body just got, it, it swelled due to lack of water and lack of proper hydration. It got really bad. When I looked in the mirror and I saw my stomach expand huge, I'm like, Kelsey, sis, you pregnant? I wasn't, um, all right, praise God, praise control, but um, no, I'm playing y'all. But no, really, like, it was scary. It was scary seeing my body transform to something that I have never seen it transformed into primarily due to what my eating habits of being out all the time, but also due to my drinking. So on this healing journey of physically, um, I'm drinking less. I'm drinking more water. I'm definitely staying more hydrated. Eventually, I am going to cut out drinking as a whole. I got some things planned out for my future and it doesn't require any drinking, so... I'll, I'll tell y'all more about it later on, but yeah, you know, diabetes, not accepting the fact that I was different, um, always on the run, eating out, drinking socially, and I think overall, I, I became, I became okay, but not shopping. Not, now that I'm thinking about it, I, I needed to heal physically because I became content with being minimum. Don't get me wrong, like I wore dresses and outfits and you know, I look cute when I go out sometimes, <laughs> I think. But I, I'm not a shopper. I didn't used to shop, so I used to hate shopping. So I just became content with not shopping because I wasn't happy with my weight. I wasn't happy with what I was turning into. So if I'm not happy with how I look, why am I putting money into something that I'm not okay with? So I can't remember the last time I actually went to a store and got some clothes for myself. 
Wow, y'all. That's crazy. Not like I'm saying it out loud and it just hit me even harder. That's that's crazy. I can't remember the last time I've been to a store and bought me a couple of outfits because of how I saw myself physically. All right. Um <laughs> All right, y'all. That's deep. Um but yeah, but I, I had I had to change my mental mindset regarding my health. So now that I'm doing better um, on the health side, the the actions, you know, the mindset, it comes with that as well. So now I'm 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 gonna go shopping this weekend. Now that I just said that out loud, I'm gonna go shopping this weekend. I'm gonna enjoy my better health choices. I'm gonna enjoy my future that's ahead of me. I'm going to enjoy being happy again physically and having that confidence that I used once to have. Because, you know, I had it. I still have confidence, but it's like, eh. You know, I put that mask on to the world and get smiling outside to the world and everybody think you're all right. But as soon as you come home, you take that mask off and it's like, damn, like, how, how many more times can I keep wearing this facade that everything's okay? So yes, y'all, healing physically. I'm accepting my body for the positive changes that's coming in my life. And I'm taking myself shopping this weekend. That is what I'm gonna do, y'all. All right. So the last one I am healing on is spiritually because you gotta, you got, you gotta have your mind right, period. You don't have to believe in God to be spiritual. Um you don't even have to believe in Jesus, Buddha, who, whatever religion there is to be spiritual. Spirit, spirituality is, it goes deep. And it's hard to say this without offending churchgoers. It's hard to speak about this without offending people on my social media who I grew up in church with. But I'm gonna keep this one short because I feel like, where are we at, y'all? We are like 23 minutes right now. So I'm gonna keep this one short. I had to heal myself spiritually because if I'm not sound spiritually, I'm going to allow anything and anyone to create these obstacles in my life mentally or physically my spirit has to be sound so you know I went through a, a time of denial when I didn't want to talk to God because of all the shit that I've been through you know that's a story for a different day but for those who know you know I didn't want to talk to God I, I, I kept him out of my life on purpose because I was so frustrated with him for putting me or allowing me to go through the things that I went through. You know, I felt like, like I knew he loved me 100%. I know that he loves me, but like, why? Like, why? <laughs> what, what was the point of 
going through all of that just to end up where I'm at right now. Like I, I did it. I did understand it. So I, I shut God out of my life for a couple of months. And of course it didn't really work because I grew up in church, y'all. But more importantly, I grew up having a relationship with my father, meaning God, not not my other father, but God. Yeah. I grew up having a relationship with him. It's like when I'm mad at my mom or we don't agree on something, we might not talk for a couple of days, but I'm going to end up talking to her because I love her and she's my mom and she's the only mom that I have. So with God, I love God. He's the only God that I know, the only God that I acknowledge, the only God that I speak to, and I couldn't keep him out my life forever. So yeah, I, I, I had to heal spiritually because when my spirit wasn't sound I was doing a lot of dumb shit won't go into details but I relied on the wrong things to push me through the next day um so yeah I, I, I had to sound my soul I had to talk to God and I had to ask for forgiveness one for straying away from him out of anger more than anything and for forgetting who he is and I decided to talk to God again because whatever that situation that happened in my life a couple of years ago it saved <laughs> it saved my life in the long run when I tell y'all I was going through a really, really, really dark place a couple of years ago, God put something in my life. He put someone in my life just to spare or just to save my life. I know this sounds crazy, y'all, but if y'all knew the story, if y'all knew the story, y'all will understand what I'm saying. I'm not trying to be too personal right now regarding that regarding that story. But yeah, um, so once I realized the, the purpose of that chapter, I started talking to God again. And I, I tell him all the time, you know, I'm not perfect. I don't even strive to be perfect, honestly, because I have my flaws. And... Some of those flaws, they make me who I am. So, I mean, at this point, it is what it is. I tell God that, like, God, I love you. I'm trying to do better. I'm working on myself here, 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 and here. I'm learning how to forgive. I'm learning not to be so quick to anger. I'm learning how to open up to people. But I'm not perfect. And that's just who I am. So I think as long as we have the understanding, meaning me and God... I'm, I am going to be okay spiritually. Um, yeah, y'all, you know, like I said a while back, life, life is pretty crazy and you just never know what's going to be at your front door when you wake up or it's just life is unpredictable. Life is very unpredictable. Well, I'm going to stop talking. Because I've been talking a lot. This wasn't supposed to last this long. But yeah, I'm definitely going through that healing journey of emotional, relationship-wise, um, physical, 
health-wise, spiritual, mental-wise. So if any of y'all can relate to going through this healing journey, I would love to hear stories from y'all. Please call me, text me, hit me up in the DMs. Let me know what y'all are currently healing through or what you came what you came out of or what you came from, what you overcame, I'll say. Let me know y'all's testimonies. Let me know where do you see your life at in the future. Let me know if you need help with something. I speak to a therapist twice a month. And speaking to a therapist has clarified a lot of things about myself that I needed clarity on. And I could give y'all her contact information. She's black, African-American, located in Baltimore, really phenomenal. So if y'all need help, or y'all just need to speak to someone, I could help y'all with a therapist and give her y'all number. Hopefully she can accept y'all insurance and whatnot. Anyway, if y'all need help, let me know. And I will try my best to help you. But on that note, I just want to say thank you so much for listening to episode two titled Healing Journey of the Sip Something Good podcast. I look forward to speaking with you guys in the near future. Until then, y'all sip something good, relax, be happy, be blessed. I'll talk to y'all later. Thanks.